Woo! Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Tuesday, June 2nd. The mm, year yes is 2020. Is. I think the sun has risen. Um, not sure. It's 1030 uh, on a Monday as we record this. Hoping the sun rises on a Tuesday in America. I am your host, Will Hunter, joined by my just so sick and tired of allergy season co-host, Matt Sheehan. I'm sick of everything right now. I'm, I'm, I'm sick, I'm of, sick of it all. I'm sick of it all, Will. Yeah. You know what I'm not sick of? RockAuto.com. Rock Auto. Today's episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you will ever need. RockAuto.com. Uh, got a good show for you guys. Rock I think. I just wish... can't hear Rock Auto without playing the song in my head. I know. Apologies. I wish we could just play their, their digital ad. I, I don't know. Maybe it's been an inserted ad at some point in our show's history. Uh, I wish we had that just to play. Like, Rock Auto. Rock Auto. Never in the history of ad reads has two words been more catchy uh, at the end of a radio ad or a podcast ad. It's pretty good. What about three? Sorry. What about three words? I would say cars for kids. Three? Oh, that has, that's the, the no-brainer. Yeah. K-A-R-S, cars for kids. Yeah, so cars bad. for kids. Yeah. Oh, that was nice. Wow. You hit the high <laughs> notes exquisitely there, dare I say. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I'm a falsetto. People wouldn't think that with my no. bassy baritone yeah, voice. Yeah, grizzled. And, and your Twitter picture doesn't do any favors either, but hey, here we are. Yeah, singing a falsetto. Uh, anyway, on today's show... Yeah, hey, we're going to do a show. That's right. <laughs> Woo. Uh, we want to talk to each other about quarterbacks a little bit. I've got some prompts that I'm just going to give Matt about the quarterbacks, and he's going to just kind of react to them, and then we can talk about it. Uh, after that, we are going to play a game where we build our very worst possible Michigan State starting five lineups Mm -hmm. with the caveat being that we have to play. It's like you have to have all league players. We'll explain more. And we're playing them out of position. So we're not just going to pick the worst players in history. We're going to That would be people. so yeah, mean. That would be that, that, that'd be, mean. That'd be rude. We, we did enough meanness yesterday <laughs> making fun of high schoolers. But no, we, we draw the line here. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to... Who would be the most out of position, essentially? Uh, but using guys that have had distinguished careers, we'll say. As a baseline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't go with like the, the B-sides <laughs> and pick a walk-on that was there for yeah. literally a semester. Yeah, and, like and, That'd be yeah. tough. <laughs> Foster lawyer can't be your center. It's oh, just, yeah. leave, leave him alone. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that is that is literally why I put the rule. We can talk about it. We're doing that. <laughs> We're doing rule. that. Yeah. And then if we have time at the end, we'll take a couple more listener questions to cap out the show. Uh, we could probably use a refresh on those. We'll, we'll you know, solicit them on Twitter. It's been a while. Uh, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com if you want to email those our way. Uh, rendered rate review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We're doing this three days a week now here through yep. the month of June and July. Three days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Thanks Christ. so much to everyone who has been sticking with us through these long, now uh, almost summer months. Matt, are you ready? I'm very ready, yeah. Times are going from unprecedented to a little, a bit more precedented, so it's fun. We've got three. Kind of. Not fun, actually. That was a bad. We've got three dark times in American history all colliding at once. Yeah, the fun was the absolute last word yeah. I should have used. But yeah. uh, hey, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to have somewhat sh- one <laughs> shred of a positivity. We got the second <laughs> second worst pandemic in the in the country's modern history. Turn up. 
We've got unemployment reaching Great Depression-ish levels. Yeah. And we've got uh, unrest, shall we call it. And we got uh, we got something else. What? we got four quarterbacks on MSU's roster. we got four quarterbacks talking about. on MSU's roster. So I've been doing position breakdowns uh, just group by group uh, at Spartans Wire, spartanswire.usatoday.com. And I did one for the quarterbacks. And the general way I'm doing this is what we know and what we don't know about the position group. So I'm going to throw these prompts at you, what we know, what we don't know, and I want you to react, okay? I love it. All right, first one, what we know. Rocky Lombardi has the most game experience in the group. Although those performances were up and down, that's just patently correct. There is not not much well, of a, a, a gray area there, right? Correct. <laughs> I like that. That's your yeah. entire reaction. I mean, it's it's pretty okay. So he had his first start against Purdue. He he kind of looked like the truth there. Well, um, oh come on, it, it, just, it, just give it to me. Come on. No. 26 to 46 passing, 318 yards. Like, he so, had some throws six, that looked like he had a 50, cannon. 50 of those were on a shovel pass. Okay, those were great shovel passes. He has, he had, shovel we passes. saw, I was at that game actually, and I was like, holy Likewise. shit, Rocky Lombardi has a really strong arm. <laughs> oh, yeah. And like, because he had, he had two throws. I think it was in Justin Lane. That's when they were yeah. playing him at receiver. And he overshot him by five yards. That would have been two easy touchdowns. But I excused it at the time. I was like, oh, it's. It's his first start. He's a little gassed up right now. We'll accept it. And then, well, okay, let's cut to the chase here. Uh, 15 for 41 against Nebraska. Now, I'll give him this. The weather, absolutely abysmal. And I think there was 35 drop passes that game, seemingly. Um, so it, 15 for 41 isn't entirely his fault, but against Rutgers, 19 for 43. Listen, it, it's been touch and go at best ever since. Yeah. That glorious Purdue game, dare I say. But yeah, uh, most game experience for sure. I, I don't know. Hold on. Theo Day's a little behind him with, oh, all three of his pass attempts he had last year. So yeah. uh, Theo Day was a highly touted recruit and is yet to get a real opportunity. There you go. Great. There's a transition Yay. for you. Uh, he did call the wrong play. Uh on play three against Penn State. And I've joked about this a few times, but it's also a half-truth like I would too last year. <laughs> I would be calling Ron plays as well in the huddle to try to get things going. Good God. The plays getting into the huddle. Were... Nope. It's too, too too beautiful of a day outside to get this angry. That's... All right. Peyton Thorne is a dual-threat quarterback that has impressed on scout team in 2019. Which... Wow, that says a lot when that's like the that, like the, the sexy storyline coming out. Like, uh, oh, freshman is looking good in scout team. Yeah, Let's go, baby. Yeah. The what we yeah. know section of this is tough. Um, I probably was unfair to Noah Kim, but Noah Kim is a true freshman that was a plan C option for Michigan State in 2019. He'll need some time. Unfortunately, true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just it's it's truth. There were it's they went after a couple high four stars, missed, went after some. Mid three star, low four stars missed and swooped in and grabbed Noah Kim there at the back end. Um, yeah, he's got some talent, but he's going to take some time. Um, he's got a lot of work to do in sort of refining his game, but he's got a strong arm and he's, and he's a good athlete. Uh, so there's some good bases there, but you're just not going to see him for a couple of years, I wouldn't think. You're correct, I would agree. All right. I think this is more intriguing. What we don't know. Okay. Here's the first one. Yeah, stir the pot. A lot. That's it. I wrote a lot, and then I... You know, what more can be said? I, I, <laughs> add, I added context to all of these, but the first prompt was a lot. <laughs> Correct. Um, has Rocky Lombardi improved as a passer? That's 
Strawn, yeah, my God, for sure. It's very clear it's a glaring error in his game. And if you're a quarterback, I'm going to go on a limb here. Here comes a hot take. If you're a quarterback, throwing is going to be important here, Will. Yeah, Tim Tebow did a lot of good without being able to throw. Okay, that's true. But he also had All-Americans surrounding him on the field at all times, which helps. And Urban Meyer. Um, I did write something along these lines that I think you could design a really effective offense around Rocky Lombardi running a la Tim Tebow. Not the exact same, but they're similar. I mean, they're big. That, that's your wildcat. It, it, yeah. It's right in front of you the whole time. You don't have to put like Cody White or anyone no. behind. Well, obviously not next year. He's not there, but you get the point. Like The answer's in front of you the whole time. Rocky Lombardi's your wildcat quarterback. I think so you could do it the entire down. time and just be. Well, a that's run, what I'm saying. Yeah, just yeah, run it. Option <laughs> exactly. Like he's a big, powerful dude. He's just as big as anyone who's going to be tackling him. He's, he's mm-hmm. huge, and he's a former wrestler. Like he's stocky. Um, but yeah, if you could throw just like a little bit, like has he learned to sort of change speeds? His mechanics were a little wonky uh, as a redshirt freshman. You know, there's a lot of stuff I think you can do with his skill set. Um, but if he can't throw it at all, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Uh, does Theo Day fit Jay Johnson's system? I also want to know, this is also an unknown too, I want to know like how far back he was behind Rocky last year. Yeah. Um, because Yeah, like we all know what happened with Brian. Uh, there was times where, hey, it was Rocky time. But how close was the margin there? Because if it wasn't close and that's a – performance that Rocky was throwing out there and that's the guy who they opted with for plan B oh my Peyton's Peyton Thorne's gonna have to be an incredible quarterback yeah then. he's gonna have to be <laughs> a good player because otherwise what whoa something has not gone well in Theo Day's progression as yeah. a, a highly touted recruit coming into the Michigan State system so I we, think that's the biggest what if with him is how close was he to Rocky no and, one really knows and we've seen it's really hard for Mark D'Antonio for quarterbacks to jump someone who is older than them yeah of it course. just is and that like the, the the packing order is like the starter and then the oldest backup youngest back like and it just goes down by age after the starter um I mean, so, look how much it took for Connor Cook to step in. And even that, then, exact- Andrew Maxwell still had to come in at the end yeah. of every game to knee the ball out, or otherwise the game wouldn't have counted in the win record. That was a caveat oh. to that season that very oh. little people know. Or run the two-minute drill. <laughs> eh, you know, the old closer you routine, know. but yeah, it works some, sometimes. Yeah. All right, last one here. Is Peyton Thorne secretly the best option? Uh, oh, boy. I'm, sa- I'm saying given the lumps they're going to take, yeah. His skill set seems to mesh best mm-hmm. with what they want to do. He's a redshirt right. freshman. Do you want to start building with him and have the idea that in 2021, he will be at a point where like, all right, he's got a year under his belt. He knows what he's doing. He knows the offense. He's got whatever, however many hundred passes under his belt. Now it's time to take off. And you understand like, hey, you're going to have transfers above him. Maybe, you know, Theo Day mm-hmm. transfers, Lombardi stays, whatever. Sure. And you're bringing in Hamp Fay for 2021. Is that the route, you know, maybe sacrifice a little bit early in the season for a bigger return down the line? That I mean, you know my thoughts in the upcoming season ahead, and it's not pretty. I don't think it's <laughs> going to be a good season at all. Like this, it's not like this is a fringe like nine win team, maybe ten. Ooh, they could get to Indy with competent quarterback play, but no, like 
just eat, eat your losses and prepare for the future. This whole season is going to be one big moot point, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, that's A, with the talent that's on the roster right now, and B, the, the murderers were over schedule, too. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, play, play Thorne, get his lumps. I mean, sure, could it be a thing where to borrow from baseball like you you call up your double a pitcher too quick and now he's just all sorts of out of sorts like yeah you don't want to do that I don't necessarily but. think so but i guess there is that chance lingering but no i mean if it was up to me um maybe you start rockier day at the beginning of the season if it doesn't work after three games four games pull it let's just start working on the next generation here yeah wouldn't be the worst idea all right we'll be right back in just a second just a hot second Hey, <laughs> to uh, give our worst lineup of Michigan of good Michigan State basketball players. Let's go. Uh, but first, Matt. Yes. A word from RockAuto.com. <clears throat> RockAuto is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. How much do you hate going to just like a brick and mortar auto parts store and having no idea what you're talking about and feeling Every time I go, yeah, yes. just feeling like an idiot. Like, okay, I got to go get a battery. Like, I don't even know what to do. I don't even want to ask this guy. I'm looking at the headlights and I need a battery. I'm just going to leave. Uh, that's yeah. You've described every time, all, yeah. all two times I've stepped into an auto store. Yeah. Yes. You don't have to worry about that with RockAuto.com. They have everything from engine control modules, which I don't even know what they would do. Brake parts, tail lamps. I get that. Motor oil and even new carpet for your car mat, whether it's for a classic, a daily driver. Okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah. They got hundreds of manufacturers. Get everything you need in a few easy clicks, and it's delivered directly to your door. That's pretty it's good. Yeah, Best like of that. all. Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers, which Matt and I are not. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com and... Yes. And, and, and... Today's show is also brought to you by Mima Industries. Wait, hold on. Is it Mima Industries? I'm going to get in trouble for this, Matt. Mima Remedies? Mima Remedies. God, I didn't, uh, my copy was gone. I, I had copy here, and now it's gone. Mima Remedies. Oh, just going naked. That, that, that's a scary moment. No, I, yeah. I'm, I clicked to it, and what had happened was, what had happened was, I switched to our ad schedule and never switched back. Mima Remedies. Excuse me, guys. Uh, is a CBD company that provides full-spectrum CBD, hemp oil, and flour, and it's owned by Michigan State alums and Southwest Michigan residents. You know we are big fans of that. We love Michigan State Spartans owning businesses, doing their thing. Entrepreneurs love it. Their CBD products have no additives or flavoring, so it retains the terpenes and flavor of hemp flour. All products are third-party lab-tested, always below 0.3 THC. Mima Remedies is making high-quality CBD products right here in Michigan. And to celebrate their first harvest in the state, go to MimaRemedies.com. That's M-I-M-A, Remedies.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 25% off your order. MimaRemedies.com, promo code LOCKEDON. If you're looking for high-quality CBD products from a brand you can trust, Mima is a match made in Michigan. This is wild. We don't even have to do an ad break. Like, like we just keep going. Oh, my God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. I, yeah. I'm like a fish out of water now. <laughs> Jesus. Woo! Okay. This is segment right. two. 
wow, we made it. Yeah, we don't have to. I'm not. I don't even have to go back in and digitally insert anything. We had oh, you're two, living the dream right now. Then yeah, great. We had two live reads, two live Let's reads go. off two. the jump. Wow. That is nice. wild. All right, Matt. Heck yeah. All right. Here's the game. Yes. We are building the worst possible starting five mm-hmm. from Michigan State players that we're considered good. And the the bottom baseline for anyone on here is they have to have at least one time been Big Ten honorable mention. No, yes. no all academics. On court play, at least one time, all Big Ten honorable mention. That is the baseline for who we're doing in the in the premises, we're putting these people out of position to mm-hmm. form the worst possible starting five of good players that we can. But yeah, just imagine, like if they're in games, they skewed away from their position that we're about to assign them. Immediate technical foul. Like we yes. are strict, strict on these positions. Yes, this is the opposite of positionless basketball. And that, well, we can talk about it after. Like who would be the bad players to pick for this? Thing, oh but. yeah. Well, no, we can just say like we're not going to pick Miles Bridges because Miles can. Do a bunch of things with versatility and can play point guard in a pinch. Although he's not like the greatest ball handler, but he'd be fine. He can play down to center. Draymond would be really good at this. Denzel Valentine, Gary Harris, versatile basketball players who can roll one through five are not going to be picked here. Correct. All right. Why don't you go first? Give me your point guard. Point guard, listen, and there are going to be some easy picks here. It, it's got to be Derek Nix. It's Derek Nix. <laughs> it has to be Derek Nix. Like, I, I have that image of him dribbling the ball, like, some, somehow, somehow stole the ball around half court and then dribbling to the basket. I, I, were, <laughs> I was at Breslin that game, uh, very lucky. When he was doing that, uh, Breslin was getting hyped, but they were also more so, like, laughing at what was happening. And he was, too. He had the biggest grin on his face just because of how unnatural it was for him to dribble a ball more than three times down the floor. So him running point. Whoa, you're going to see a steals record recorded at Breslin Center if you attend the game that evening. It's <laughs> if gonna, he's running yeah. your point guard for 35 yeah. minutes. He's my point guard. It's going to be tough on offense to have him initiate, um, have him defending small little water bugs on him. I guess he could get in there and back down a little bit, but even then... Um, you know, it's a long journey to get there to that It's point. a long journey yeah. from the top of the key to the little block. Um, yeah. You're not getting outside shooting. And then just defensively, like, oh, God. Imagine, I think, did he play against Yogi Ferrell? I think that oh, was a, a point guard. I think Maybe so. Maybe it was Trey Burke in there. I think Trey Burke. Like, yeah, that sounds right, yeah. That yeah, generation of point guards, I'm just imagining them going against Derek Nix defending him on the perimeter. Listen, it's like, like oh, D- Derek had great footwork. Oh, but yeah. Derek was no, a really I don't know about the player. perimeter, though. He yeah. loved Derek Nix. So we we yes. all do. Oh, yeah. Incredible footwork, but I don't know how... Yeah, yes. Derek, footwork Derek's against the guards. journey at MSU from a freshman who had some ability, but it was like, okay, he's got some work to do. He's got to get in a better shape. He's got to work harder. You got to, all the way to, by his senior year, he's honorable mention, all Big Ten, and he's playing professional basketball for a long time. Like, yeah. It was so awesome watching him just grow and become a really important part to a really good team, but <laughs> He's the pick for point guard. Who's yeah. your shooting guard? See, now, I take the word shooting here very literally, and this is not going to be a popular pick. I got to go with the guy who's 0 for 9 career from three-point, Brandon Dawson. I'm sorry, Brandon Dawson. So, like, <laughs> I, I Brandon I, listen, Dawson, too. Oh, really? Oh, because I was like, okay, listen, he will eat whoever he's guarding alive at the other end. But here's yeah. the thing. When you have all Big Ten honorable mention and up, these are good players no matter what that it we're going to pick. Out. So, yeah, like, it's we're tough gonna to pick find... Th- 
Yeah. Yeah. Where, where the flaws are going to shine the brightest. And I think the shooting flaw is going to shoot or shine the brightest, rather, when it comes to three-point shooting. So the guy who just outright refused to take a three-pointer senior year and only shot nine in his whole career and didn't cash any of them in, he's got to be my shooting guard yeah. for sure. And I then, had... hey, oh, it pays me so much because I love Brandon Dawson, too. He was a so dog. I. I, and just he did so many things so well. Versatile defensively, could watch yes. some shots, could get his hands in there, get some steals, mm-hmm. rebound on both sides of the floor, um, had some good efficient moments uh, around the rim, getting buckets, and yes, definitely did some really good things, but I had the exact same thing. I was like, well, it's a shooting guard. Who's someone, when I think of shooting, I would think of the opposite. Like, who would never shoot, and it's just not someone you ever want to be shooting, from deep, and that's Brandon Dawson. Um, yeah, awesome career. Did a lot of really great things. Incredible tournament run in 2015. Um, and solidified his status as a, just a really phenomenal player at Michigan State with that. Uh, but my guy is not playing shooting guard anytime yeah. quickly. And right. handle also wasn't his primary thing as a secondary ball handler. Uh, that's not what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So we're two for two. Who's your who's your wing? Who's your small forward? Well, on the contrary, this person shot a thousand percent from three at mm. state. But and I hate to even bring this up because this is a, obviously not a video we like to rehash. But uh, there was one of uh, Mo Wagner at Michigan kind of cooked him on the perimeter and yeah. doesn't necessarily scream perimeter defense. And that is one of uh, I I don't know how comfortable I'd feel with Nick Ward at the three uh, for your <laughs> Michigan State Spartans. Yes, he did go three for three from three pointer, so he's got that going for him. I don't know how comfortable he was shooting the three. I don't know how comfortable he is guarding other small forwards in the Big Ten. Uh, I. I gotta go put, uh, big put in here for my three. That's fair. I looked at the three and I'm like, all right, it's either gotta be someone who is a five and only a five, or someone who's a one and only a one. Because mm-hmm. anyone two through four, you could slide them to the three. Any sort of positional versatility here is gonna make it tough. Um, you went five has to be a five. I went one has to be a one, and I went with Drew Neitzel. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. to skip ahead. That that will be my four. But yeah, that's uh, you gotta have Neitzel out there somewhere, especially yeah. in the yeah. Um, the post I'm just imagining area. him guarding someone like Miles Bridges, oh, or heavens. even someone like Gary Harris, who just has athleticism and size on him. And it's it was tough at times for him going against people similar size to him. Yeah. Um. And then on the other end, you know, it's he could definitely shoot it and do a lot of things, but as a wing, slashing to the basket, highlight reel type plays, playing above the rim a little bit, being able to use athleticism to his advantage. I, I wouldn't classify those as Drew Neitzel skill sets. No, no Neitzel wasn't a high flyer to, to your memory? No, 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 right. no, no, not quite. And I think he's 5'10". Yeah, six feet on a roster, so five nine barefoot. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so your power forward is Drew Neitzel. It, it's Drew Neitzel, and like, of course, you got to go to the short guards here. So there's a, a rotating um, cast that we could have picked from, but I got to go Neitzel at the four. Yeah, even okay. though he is, uh, am- oh, I'm going to screw this word up. Ambidextrous, even though he is. Uh, that he is, is the word. Yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't know if uh, you've heard that before. A little known Drew Neitzel fact that's never brought up. Yes. But uh, even with all the, the two-handedness in the world, I still don't think he gets it done in the four. <laughs> um, I went Travis Trice at the four. Got it. Yeah. You know, 
maybe could do some stretch four things. Uh, defensively, it's going to be tough. Him setting screens is going to be tough. <laughs> him rolling to the basket, yeah. it's going to be tough on offense. Uh, him boxing out is going to be tough. Um, yeah, I'm just like not to. We don't want to rip on <laughs> them, but it just wasn't Travis's skill set. And while I think he's filled out a decent amount in his post college career, um, you know there were some years there. It's like he's not the broadest of the broad. Like built wise, built wise, yeah, yeah, like, sure, uh, yeah of course, yeah. of course, yeah. You know, he got there, I think, eventually, but. Well, yeah. he also had that summer too, where like he had that virus and he lost a lot of weight oh, too that's before right. the season yeah. as well. It's so like he he dropped a, a few. <laughs> so if you could pick a specific <laughs> yes. time yes. to pick immediate a player, post virus <laughs> Travis Price yeah. is my power forward. Okay, All that's right. fair. Who's your center? You ready for this? We might have the same one. Travis Trice. No, it, it was it was Travis Trice for me. Love, oh, love my guy it? Trav, but yeah. But like, there are two players that I did leave off that I was going to plug in. So I'm interested to see who you have as your five. Uh, Keith Appling's my five. Okay, it, it was in between Appling or uh, Forbes too. Yeah. Because Forbes, if you Forbes, put, yeah. you know, it might actually be Forbes because Forbes, like, if we are doing the rules where you must play the five, you have to be locked in the post. Not sure how many three pointers he's getting off, and it's no secret that was a specialty. So when you take when you take Batman's flying ability away. <laughs> what could he really be at the end of the day? And I feel like that could be. I'm sure he'd be a great basketball player still. But hey, you know what? When we're trying to make our worst lineup here, I think it would be Brent Forbes at the five, unable to shoot a three pointer, actually. So I've talked myself into Forbes at the five. I think Forbes is a little bigger than Appling. Um, I think he was like 6'2, six, 6'3. Six, yeah. Yeah. And that's in. in Keith um, needs to be. Needed to be at the top of the key, running the show to be at maximum efficiency. Mm-hmm. Anywhere else, it's like, yeah, that's not gonna go so well. Um, so yeah, that's why I went with him. He's just he's a smaller guy, um, and not someone who's gonna be banging so, bodies down. Yeah, there. You, you just did the, the, the reverse uh, Detroit Pershing Doughboys instead of Nick's banging in the post and Appling running the floor. Just whoop, swap him around. That's that's not bad. Yep, yep. I like it. Fantastic. All right. That's going to do it. I need to check our time. Oh, we went super long. Uh, We'll be right back in a second to answer a listener question to take us home. But first, Matt, a word from our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar. They're back. Our listeners are probably so thrown off at the beginning of the show. I know. Like, we just keep adding sponsors, and sometimes Built Bar is going to be later in the show, guys. I'm sorry to break it to you this way, but that's just how it goes. Keep it. It'll be back up top. Don't worry. It'll be back up top. On Thursday's show, but Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. What are what are your favorite flavors, Matt? You know what? The, the double chocolate mousse I just had was mm-hmm. fantastic, and uh, the uh, what was it? Toffee almond, I, I believe it was mm. at, at the beginning. I had that a few weeks ago. That that's, mm. that's been in the back of my head. Okay. Yeah. So th- those are the top two, probably for me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go peanut butter brownie right now. I, I gotta Strong. expand my palate a little bit, but of the ones I've had, peanut butter brownie is probably my my go to. Yeah, they the coconut one too. I'm not even a coconut guy, but oh my god, even that was so good. They're all they're all good. And like peanut butter brownie, listen to this. Twenty grams of protein, hundred and seventy calories, three grams of sugar, and three grams of net carbs. They have all the stuff you want, very little of the stuff you don't want. And right now, our listeners get ten dollars off 
by going to BuiltBar.com using promo code LOCKEDON. It's all one word, and you'll get $10 off your first order. It's promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. And I'm telling you guys, just go there. Look at the different flavors. Check them out. They got a bunch of different ways. You can you can do a mix and match. You can do, uh, oh my God, Matt, take the, take the wheel. There. Take the wheel. Mix and match. $10 off. <laughs> promo code locked on. BuiltBar.com. All right, I'm back. Thank God. That was scary. Next segment. Right now. I was, I was fearful. Okay. We were just stumbling into <laughs> to, to this third segment here, but that's okay. That's what we do sometimes. That's what we do sometimes. Uh, we got time for one listener question. Yeah, sorry. That, that took a while. It's okay. Um, let me see. So, oh, here we go. Tom Stream on the yep. old Twitter. When did Fireball start becoming a big thing? Oh, man. Like, to me personally or just like in the landscape of, of Americana? Like, what, what are we talking here? I think, yeah, both. I think for for me, it's been like it five was, years uh, Americana. Five to seven years is when it you know seven years ago it started to become a thing, and then there's the Pitbull song. Fireball. See, the, the the Pitbull song for me it actually plays a lot bigger of a role. Uh, and I, I well, I don't know if you've been at the, the tailgate I go to when the Fireball have, dance plays. Yep. You have. It is a magical time. There's a giant table in, in the middle of this uh, <laughs> this absolutely incredible banger of a tailgate that we go to. And 30 minutes before kickoff, every game they it, once you just start hearing this song playing, like everyone just gets in a circle. We're passing around fists of Fireball to each other. The guy who runs the tailgate. He's at the end of it. He's got like a bag of fireball, almost like Franzia, if you would imagine that. Uh, just putting a shot in everyone's mouth at the very end of the conga line. It's just great. The atmosphere is wonderful. And then you, you do that just once in your life, and it, it the, the taste of fireball always just leaves a, a good, good memory <laughs> in, in the mouth. So for me, for sure. And, you know, m- maybe you're not dancing around a table with, I don't know, 30 or 40 of your most slosh Spartan friends. Just on a normal day, it... It cuts nice with a good apple cider. Like, ooh, cider and fireball goes, man. That's uh, a delicacy of the, uh, the the Sheehan household. You're wild. <laughs> I, I just, yeah. I, I, I feel like it's a good brand, too. It's not high class at all. I'm not a high class person. It's, it's, I, feel, I feel like it's just a, na- a natural fit me in fireball. Yes. All right, we've got time for more. Um, this is from actually my editor at Spartan's Wire. I don't know why he didn't ask ooh. me to write this. Nice. Okay. Um, who is the better pro career, Cassius or Tillman? Oh my God! It's like choosing between your two kids. Who yeah, is going to be more successful? I'm going to go with Tillman because I feel like he's a more surefire bet. Like there's always going to place going to be a place in the league for someone who can defend the way he defends. I feel like yeah. um, the offensive game is solid. Still some work to do there. I mean, if he does come back, that would be the reason. So he could find a more consistent jumper and everything like that. But man, he's just such an elite defender that I feel like it translates to the next level where as Cassius, no secret, he does a lot of things pretty well, but will doing a lot of things pretty well work out at the NBA level. I sure hope so. <laughs> like my, my God, there's nothing I want more in life than for Cassius to succeed at the next level. But I'm, I got to go with the the safe bet here and go with Tillman's defensive prowess. Defensive what? Prowess. What? Prowess. 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 There's no N in there. Oh, I did it at the end, didn't I? Yeah. 
<laughs> well, that's a banger onto the show. Yeah, um, I, just, I just screwed one word up this show. I mean, I was on a heater. No, you're Come good. On. You're good. I like, just choked on air. Blowing um, a perfect game in the ninth inning. There, <laughs> I think they're both. They both have good paths to long, solid careers. Um, Cassius as a backup point guard, scoring guard who can come in and get you seven points in a four-minute shift, hit a couple threes, make some good passes, uh, and, and will have to be covered up for on the defensive end. But you, you can live with that in the NBA. A lot of guys sort of have that type of skill set, and there's some people who are just so incredible mm-hmm. and smart at playing defense that they're able to make up for that type of stuff. And so you see players like Cassius, uh, have nice long careers despite you know being a little civ-like on the defensive end, and and he's a high character, high effort, coachable person. So you know you don't have to really worry about the intangible stuff with either of them. Um, and Tillman, you you ran through it. Great defender, versatile defender. Uh, feet are getting better. Is a really good passer. Is an excellent screener, which is an underrated yeah. skill, but can play in the pick and roll. And if he can develop the pick and pop uh, three which I think he can because his mechanics are pretty good. He can be a really good NBA player uh, for 10, 12, 15 years. Um, and that, you know, that'd be a, a heck of a career. But I do think they both have good, solid paths to good NBA careers. Well said. I, I, hope, I, I hope so. God, yes. just two overly likable players. In, I believe in both of them. Sometimes guys, you know, you, you're rooting for them and you're like, oh, it's going to be an uphill battle. Um you know, but I I think both of them have NBA level talents that can allow them to hang around for a while. I don't Last want to comment one, on that because I'm horrible at evaluation. I'm, <laughs> I'm like not that. great. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't oh, want to jinx their whole careers not, right now. Yeah, I'm not great either. But like, you can just see like they can do some stuff. Yeah. All right. Last one here. This mm-hmm. is from Spartan Dog ninety seven. When will you guys come on the Bacon Wire podcast? Well, never. No. <laughs> we've got some news. <laughs> we we did a thing uh, to, <laughs> to to borrow from old term. <laughs> we went on the Bacon Wire podcast. It is out today. I'm told, um, or will be out. I don't depends on when you listen to this, but uh, Sunday night I was told it would be out on Tuesday. Um, Matt and I did our best to be professional, keep the peace. We got to curse, which was nice. Yeah. Um, but if you want to hear us, if you if you want to hear us on a twelve man Zoom call, like literally a twelve person Zoom call that gets recorded as a podcast, um, with I would say eight of the twelve people pretty solidly under the influence. Oh, I was one of those eight for sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Bacon Wire podcast. Check that out. <laughs> I believe it is out. By now. All right. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Locked on Spartans. We will be back on Thursday, not Wednesday, Thursday, with another edition. Any word on our guests that we're pursuing? No. Okay. <laughs> we may have a guest. We probably will. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to come close <laughs> to Jinx in it. <laughs> so we'll have to uh, wait and see. For that, but thanks so much for listening. Reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, take us home. If you have a void tomorrow for Locked On Spartans, go back and listen to the Matt Costello interview if you already haven't. That dropped on Friday. Yeah, go give it a listen. It was a good time talking about his pro career, MSU, and yeah, just all things life. All right, guys, we'll see you. <laughs>